Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Don't y'all get quiet now. Y'all just got all quiet. Now it's time to get loud. Come on, put your hands together as if God is God, the true and living God. Come on, put your hands together. Yes, give him glory in here like he's God. As you see, our young people are here, and they're going to praise the Lord through dance. We ask that you come, as I always say, praise the Lord with them, with them. Come on, put your hands together one more time as the young people come. I know that it seems sometimes that no matter what you do or no matter how hard you work striving to make things better in your life but for some reason you're not getting nowhere well I want you to turn to the one next to you and tell them you tried your way it didn't work no you put him second, second yeah. and put you first friends thought they had your back and every time you turn around it seems you're under attack yeah, yeah, yeah. but turn to your neighbor and say see the devil is alive no I'm not gonna die it's okay to cry cause he's by your side Gotta stop that hating. I know you don't wanna hear it. Gotta fast and pray and listen to the spirit. Cause he's speaking to your heart right now. Just listen to the spirit. Oh, hold up. Jesus, help 
can I get a witness and tell them, say, that the devil is a liar. You gotta listen to the spirit. He's trying to get your attention right now I'm trying to tell you something I know you got your own plan But God's got a better one No God's trying to tell you something. You better listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't we have a lot to be thankful for? Let's give our young people another round of applause. God bless them, and we thank our leaders for leading them, and they are doing a wonderful job, and we thank God for them. Amen. This time now, we'll move on with the service for the morning. We're going to ask that the pulpit would come and just do the prayer for us. I would bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue to be in my mouth. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Let us pray. Lord, we do thank you for this day. Thank you for this moment, this hour, once again, that you have allowed us to come together. We pray now that blessed upon the service today, everything that will be said, everything that will be done, you get the glory, and all the honor belongs to you. We pray, O oh God, now that you bless those who had a desire to be here, but not able to be blessed wherever they may be. We ask that you bless the spoken word today. Those that heal, have healed, let them hear what the Spirit says to the church. We ask, O oh God, now that you bless, ever keep us in your presence, and we will be ever so careful to give your name to praise. These and all of the blessings we do ask in your son Jesus' name. We do ask and pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Thank you. I'm a pulpit, pulpiteers, and I don't know about you, but I feel better already. You can't beat praying. Amen. We're going to ask now that we prepare for go further in our service this morning. If you would stand. going to ask now that we prepare for responsive reading and there it is on the board may we 
may we just recite what you see together. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Do we really love each other? Let's say that again, please. Amen. If remain standing and let's do our song this morning together. And how many of you know for a fact that you love the Lord? Amen. That sounds all right to me. better than that. Give the Lord a big hand clap. You really love him. And there's always something to do. Amen. 
And God bless you. We're going to just share with you a few announcements at this time. Brother Ricky is going to come and share with us what we feel like that you probably want to hear. Good morning. We have a few thank you cards. Thank you very much. Kay Chapel, thank you so much for the prayers, floral spray, visits, and food during the illness and death of our daughter, Sandria Walker-Jones. Your kind deeds will never be forgotten and always remembered. It's got from Greg and Marilyn Walker and the entire family. God shows his love through the warmth and kindness of special people just like you. Thank you and bless God. This is during the, during the passing of my mother. This comes from Sister Lois Jefferson and family. The brother of Sister Charity Kelly and Robbie Edwards passed away. His name is Mike Harris. Those funeral services are scheduled for Thursday, October 11th at 11 a.m. at the St. John Missionary Baptist Church. Praise report. We're glad to tell you that Miss Graham did have surgery last week, but she's back at home. So please continue to keep Mother Graham in our prayers. Sands us announced that last week we lost Mrs. Buchanan. And so please keep Brother Buchanan and the entire family in your prayers. Glad to see that Brother Ross is back there doing well. So continue to keep him uplifted as well. And also keep um, Tim Manyfield in your prayers that he continues to recover. We also want you to, to keep all our bereavement, um, our bereaved families, and our sick and shut in in prayer. Uh, specifically, um, um, the family of Mrs. Gray. Mrs. Gray was, you know, of course, you know, funeralized here at Cade Chapel on yesterday. And at this time, we're going to get some additional announcements from the media. Media, you're on. Good morning, Cade Chapel. The annual parent and youth kickoff will take place today on Sunday, October the 7th at 1 p.m. in the Center for Family Life. Please join us for this informational session and a delicious lunch. All parents and youth are encouraged to attend. Join us today during the 11 o'clock worship service for the installation of our church officers and ministry leaders. Bible study will not take place this Wednesday. However, please join Pastor Buckley and the Mill Course in Revival at South Liberty Church in Canton, Mississippi. The Fall Youth Retreat will take place October the 26th through the 27th at the Twin Lakes Camp and Conference Center. All youth ages 12 to 18 are welcome to attend. Please stop by the Old Fellowship Hall between services for more information and to complete your registration. Just in case you forgot, we thought we'd drop a little reminder into your spirit. Our capital fundraising campaign, Cade Advance, is still going on. Be sure to continue to make your contributions and offer your support as we advance towards our future. Your K-Chapel Health Ministry has partnered with Walmart Pharmacy to offer you flu shots right here at Cade on Sunday, October the 14th in the Fellowship Hall from 9.30 to 11.30. The flu shot is free for those with insurance, including Medicare and Medicaid, and will be a minor charge for those who are uninsured. Be sure to bring your insurance card to receive your free flu shot. Anyone age eight and older can be vaccinated. Paperwork will be available today in the Fellowship Hall if you'd like to fill it out in advance, and documentation will be available for those who need to provide it to their employment or to their school. The Sunday School C Court is soliciting persons to join Cade Brain Up. Brain Up is a tutoring program being designed to equip our community and Cade youth with academic power. 
We are in dire need of those who have a lot to offer in effective planning and implementation. Tutors, resource persons, record keepers, the nuts and bolts of a well-planned tutoring program. Forms will be available in the Old Fellowship Hall to sign up if you'd like to offer your talents and your time. You can also speak with Sister Mary Garner or Sister Sandra Crowley at 601-506-4738 for more information. I know you're excited because the Boy Scout Cub Scout 2018 popcorn sale is on. Be sure to see your Boy Scout or Cub Scout representative and place your order before November the 2nd. It's first Sunday here at K Chapel, which means we're celebrating our youth and academics. Our spotlight student for the month is 11th grader Jonathan Buckley. Jonathan has been selected to serve amongst a group of highly motivated high school students on the 2018 Mississippi Museum of Art Teen Council. Over the course of the fall semester, the group will meet and work with the staff to help shape the direction of how the museum engages the young audience. Participants will learn about the collection, partake in studio activities, and plan every element of the museum's teen night, all while forming relationships with other like-minded teens in the Jackson metro area. Jonathan was selected based on an application, recommendation, and submission of an original artwork shown here. Congratulations, Jonathan Buckley. And on first Sundays here at Cade, we celebrate your birthdays. Happy birthday to everyone with a birthday during the month of October. And warm up those keys, Pat, because we're going to sing happy birthday to all of our birthday folks in just a minute. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. We're going to sing it fast this morning. Okay. Amen. No? All right. Let's get a, all of our October birthday babies. If you're born in the month of October, let us see you this morning. All of our October babies. Amen. God bless you. Look at October. Amen. Let's sing happy birthday to our October babies. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Amen. Amen. Listen, we want to invite all of our visitors. If, you, if you're visiting with us this morning, won't you stand to your feet and let us welcome you this morning to K Chapel. If you're visiting with us, won't you stand to your feet? Let us see you and give you a great big K Chapel welcome. All of our visitors, won't you stand? God bless you. God bless you. There you are. There we are. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Listen, while you're standing, we're going to give you something you can get only here at K Chapel. This is our fellowship period. Won't you reach out and welcome your neighbor? Welcome to K Chapel.
Amen. At this time, I think we have something from the youth department, and we're going to allow them to come and share at this particular time. Good morning, church. I come before you this morning and just to thank you all for being so supportive for our church year this calendar year. We're embarking upon a new calendar year this month. Of course, you all saw on the screen we're getting ready to kick off our youth parent to kick off, which means that uh, we need the parents and the youth to start coming out, of course, starting today at 1 o'clock or with the, uh, the Family Life Center. For all of our kids and parents of this church, could you please stand? I know y'all have done this every Sunday for the last three Sundays, but this is for a reason. Because I want all of us to see who our parents and our kids are. Our youth are our future leaders of this church. And this church can't grow without our youth. But for our church to grow, y'all can sit down. Before our church can grow, <laughs> we need you to bring our kids to our events for the youth department. Now, I know you're going to see my face a lot, and of course, you're probably tired of seeing my face. But I'm going to keep on coming until I get every child on these pews to get involved in Sunday activity. We have a lot of things going on in your department. I need your support. And of course, kids can't come if parents don't bring them. So I need parent support as well. Today at 1 o'clock, we're going to feed you and your child, and we're going to give you a lot of good information that's going to instruct you on what's going to happen for this church, through this church, through our youth. And your support is going to be graciously needed. So again, 1 o'clock today, if you're a parent, have a youth or this child, no matter if they're in your arms or at your knee. Come on back out here at 1 o'clock. Now, my 8 o'clock service is my hardest service to get people to come back from. I wonder why. But today it won't be a problem, I'm sure, because you're going to come back at 1 o'clock and give us some of your time. And I promise you, I have you out here so fast, you won't believe it. Thank you all. Look forward to seeing you at 1 o'clock. God bless you. We're just so proud of our youth and our youth leaders. And... Um, we need to always support our children. If we don't do it, somebody else will. Amen. So we let's give let's give our children a round of applause again. Amen. God bless you. This time now we're going to pause for a time in our service where we all can participate. We're going to just remind you that during early morning service, we only do one offering that is our combined offer. So we ask that you please give as you have been so blessed. And don't forget, you can't be God given. Amen. And Jacob vowed a vow, vow, saying, If God be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillow shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give thee tenth unto thee. May God add blessings to the hearers, to the doers of his holy and inspired word. Amen. The choir is coming, so is our usher. So we ask again that you give as you have been so blessed. Amen. As the choir is coming, the usher is coming, do just want to take a moment uh, to let you know that during the, um, we announced during the annual business meeting this year, some good news that I do want to share with the uh, entire congregation. Uh, because of your faithfulness, because of your giving, particularly to the Cade Advance, uh, the end of September, we paid off the land. Uh, amen. Amen. That's completely, amen, somebody. 
completely come on we ought to give god a great big praise this morning we did it in less than two years y'all amen god is good god is good and we thank god for your faithfulness thank god for his provisions and we're going to do more and exceedingly abundantly according to god's great provisions amen god bless you and god keep you
about all of the goodness that the Lord God has shown to me to my family to this church this church family I can't help but praise his name Lee I can't help but praise his name I want everybody in here to just give him some more praise Lord God, we thank you now. Father, thank you for this offering which has been raised. And we do praise your holy name for you are worthy of all of the praise that each and every one of us can give. So we said thank you now, Lord. Thank you, and we ask that you will accept it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Amen, amen. Listen, while, while we were worshiping and praising the Lord, I got a, got a text. I said, Reverend, you, you didn't tell the whole story. So I'm going to tell the whole story. Amen. Um, I, I want you all to know how good God is and how good he has been to you. Amen. If you remember... Uh, we, we, we bought that land uh, about two years ago, a little less than two years. And, and um, the bank made us do some things that we didn't want to do. Um, we had to do some collateral and with this property, had to tie up this property in order to get the loan. And we said we, we weren't going to do that again because it don't make no sense for us to have to go through all of that. When folk know who we are. I wish I had a witness in here. If, if K Chapel said they're going to do something, they're going to do it. Amen. But, but we went ahead and did that. And, and, and the loan amount was about uh, uh, just, just right at $700,000. And, and K Chapel, you paid that off in less than two years. Amen, somebody. 
So that, that's the whole story, y'all. I just, I figure if we're going to give him praise, we might as well give him all praise. Amen. Can we just praise God one more time? Bless the Lord in this house. God is good. God is good. It's now time for special music. And special music at Cage Chapel just means it's an opportunity for you to prepare your hearts and minds for the message for the morning. We'll do that through a special selection from our choir. Choir.
Does anybody have anything to be thankful for this morning? Anybody know you got a reason to praise the Lord this morning? Listen, the song said it make me want to shout, but instead of wanting to shout, why don't you just go ahead and do it anyhow? If you know you got a reason to shout, if you know you got a reason to thank you, why don't you take 30 seconds and just tell the Lord, thank you. You're worthy, you're worthy. You're worthy, you're worthy. Hey, makes me say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you're all the glory. your hands together and give him a praise come on put your hands together and give him a praise hallelujah hallelujah when I think about I say when I think about everything that the Lord has done my soul I said my soul my, 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 my. Shouts hallelujah. Good God Almighty. Give him glory, give him honor, and give him praise. Amen. Amen. And amen. Somebody knows he's worthy this morning. My God, my God, my God. Yeah. Mm. My God, my God. Somebody got a reason in this house. I, 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 I'm not going to stop. You just go on and do what, what you got to shout about. Somebody's been healed and you need to tell him thank you. Somebody's had a door open and you need to tell him thank you. Somebody, the doctor said you wasn't going to be here, but you're here and you need to thank him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Makes me, makes me, makes me, makes me. 37th number of the psalm. Psalm number 37. I'm going to try to get there. Psalm number 37. My God. Psalm 37. One verse, verse number 25. 
there these words are recorded. I've been young. Now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed. See, that make me want to shout right there. I've been young. Now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Help me preach this this morning. Tell your neighbor, God never fails. God never, God never fails. Through the course of time and space, there is much about humanity that one can watch with wonder and amazement. And yet there is also much to behold with trepidation and trembling. The dichotomy of the human experience allows us to witness man at his best and yet also man at his worst. We see how high man can ascend with wondrous inventions of human creativity and yet at the same time we also behold how low he can descend with decaying morality and basic human decency from the terrific to the tragic from the sublime to the ridiculous man may well produce some of the greatest achievements in science and technology and yet resemble nothing of the sort in his policies politics or personal dealings because at the end of the day man is a complex combination of both good and evil simply put there's some good and bad in all of us there's some right and some wrong about all of us. You, you might as well say amen. There's some redeeming qualities and some offending qualities about each of Yes, you offend some folk. And as such, without the Lord's help, we are subject to demonstrating either or both at any given time. That's why you need every morning to ask the Lord, Lord, fill me again. Because without the Spirit of God filling you and working inside of you, you can and will fail in your faith walk with God. David came to discover this. And in the maturing years of his life, having the time to reflect on his many experiences with God, man, and himself, he writes these watchwords for us today. I've been young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging. This is an interesting passage written by David because in it we hear from a man who has grown in the grace of God and who has also grown in his understanding of humanity. Simply put, David has seen some things. He's seen the ways of people. And the commitments of people 
change over the course of time. Remember, this is the same psalm that begins with fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. I wish I had some Bible readers in here. He, this is that same psalm that says, don't, don't worry about it for, for in due time, God's going to take care of it. David, David has seen some things. He's, he's seen a king by the name of Saul bless him on one day. Only to turn on him the next and try to kill him when David's popularity overshadowed Saul's. He's seen some things. David has seen his own son Absalom become too ambitious and try to steal the kingdom out from under his daddy. Because man can be funny, fickle, and flip-flop on you. David saw Ahithophel, Ahithophel, his own counselor in his own camp, mount a conspiracy against him to try to undermine his authority. He has seen some things. David has seen the criticism of mean-spirited men who cursed him and wanted him to fail as king. He's seen the good and the bad in man. And the bad might be enough for us to sometimes want to cause to give up on humanity itself. But in this text, before we give up, we hear from David, a man who has matured in his understanding of who God is and how God operates. He's developed his own relationship with God and deepened in his understanding of how the Lord moves in the lives of his people. And this David is a different David. This David is not the young brash giant slayer running head first into battle. No, he is not the youthful worship leader who is so on fire for the Lord that he dances out of his robes at the thought of God. No, he is not the dashing charismatic and impulsive king who abuses his power to indulge recklessly in lustful desires. But the David who pins this psalm is a mature and mellowed David. He's a devoted and disciplined David who has walked with God now long enough. David who has talked with God long enough. A David who has been forgiven by God and protected by God. A, a David who has grown to understand the progressive work of God in the life of man. And listen and hear me well, aging ought to mean more to the believer than just getting old. We'll say that again. As you age, you ought to be doing more than just getting old. David is aging and maturing in his faith. He is aging and developing in his discipline and in, in his devotion. He, he is doing more than just getting gray hair. Wish I had a witness in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, my brothers and sisters, ought to bring about a change in your life. Time ought to change who you are. And watch this, how you are. If you still act the same, amen. 
You got more gray hair and you still act. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Tell your neighbor, as you age, you ought to grow. Yeah, that, that is the reality. That is the reality for some of us in here. I'm afraid we're just older versions of our younger selves. 30 years ago, we were young and foolish. Some of us right now old. You go ahead and finish it for me. Just older versions of our younger selves. But as time passes and as years are added to your life and you walk with the Lord, you ought to become a different person. Every year of your life, you ought to look more like the Lord. Every year of your life, you ought to sound more like Jesus. Every year of your life, you ought to act more like your Christ. Every year of your life, you ought to reflect more of God's image in your life. The older you get, the better you ought to be able to handle some of the demons in your life. Can't get no help in here. The, the things that made you mad when you were 30 ought not make you mad now that you're 70. Let me help you. The things that made you mad when you were 30, you ought to be over it now that you're 45. You ain't talking to me in this house. As you age, you ought to grow. Things that tempted you as a teenager ought not have the same draw and the same pull on your life. As you age, you what? You ought to grow. You ought to grow. The older you get, you ought to have more power, more control, more patience, more faith, more love, more capacity to forgive. You ought to have more wisdom and more understanding and not let the same old things trip you up. That used to trip you up. As you age, you ought to grow. You ought to grow. Aging ought to mean more than you getting arthritis. Aging ought to mean more than slowing down. Aging ought to mean, watch this, that you think better. You think clearer. You see more completely. And watch this, and you act differently. That is the very conclusion that David pins as he is writing. He says, I've been young. Now I'm old. Now if you're 35 years or younger in this place, if you're 35 years or younger, I want you to look around this sanctuary for just a moment. If you're 35 years or younger, I'll see if you're here. It's good. I got some... Bless your heart, bless your heart. Everybody in this, bless your heart. If you're 35 years old, y'all can look over the balcony. Go ahead, look around, look around. I want you to look around here. Go ahead and take a quick survey of this sanctuary and take note of everybody that's got a little gray hair in their heads. Don't hide it now, don't hide it now. Be proud of it, amen. You see that gray hair? That hair wasn't always gray. 
Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Keep, keep looking, keep looking. You see the one that got gray hair and wearing glasses? They didn't always wear glasses. Wish y'all would talk to me in here. You, you see the ones with gray hair and glasses and maybe have a cane? They ain't always have a cane. Wish I had a witness in here. What I'm trying to tell you is, is that everybody has been young once. And you need to understand, you need to understand that there's a lot of wisdom in this place. Don't try to think that what you're doing, you're the first somebody to do it. I wish I had some folk who were witness. Remember, I've been there. I've done that. I got the t-shirt. I can teach them a thing or two. They ain't doing it as good as I used to do. I used to do it a little better. Say, I've been young. That's why young people... When, when, when old folk can read your mail and tell you your business, it's because most of the times we've been there. We know what that looks like. You're not fooling us. Good God Almighty. David said, I've been young. Said, but now that I'm old, let me share some wisdom with you. He said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Now hear me, pay attention to what David did not say. He did not say that he had never not seen the righteous suffer. He didn't say I've never seen the righteous suffer. He, he didn't say I've never seen the righteous afflicted. He didn't say I've never seen the righteous not experience problems or endure persecution because good people go through bad things. Wish I had a witness in here. He, he did not say righteous people have it easy in life. No, no. Good people get sick. Good people get bad diagnoses. Good people go through floods and fires. Good people endure storms and struggles. Good people get divorces and go through death. Good people lose their homes and their jobs. Good people get robbed and assaulted. Good people get attacked and abused. Good people end up in emergency rooms. Good people can have their worlds turned upside down. So David does not say that he hadn't seen good people not suffer. What he does say is, I never seen. I never seen them forsaken. That, that, that's my first point right there. He said, out of all of my years, I've never seen God abandon his own people. He said, I've seen some stuff. I've done some stuff. He said, but I've never seen God abandon his own people. Do I have a witness in here? 
That's point number one. David, David later says in verse number 28, for the Lord loves justice. He will not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever, but the children of the wicked shall be cut off. David says, listen, don't get all upset and uptight when you find yourself somewhere you did not plan on being in life because God will not abandon his own people. Don't lose heart. Don't lose hope. God will not abandon his own people. Don't give up. Don't give out. God will not abandon his own people. Don't get depressed. Don't become disillusioned. God will not abandon his own people. Don't throw in the towel. Don't. God will not abandon his own people. Didn't the Lord say so? He said, I'll never leave nor forsake you. That means whatever you're going through, whatever you find yourself in, he says, God is going to be right there. There's some folk who've been walking with him long enough who don't mind witnessing this morning that you've been through some things and the Lord didn't abandon you. But I have some folk who've been young who will admit that I'm not as young as I used to be. And I can tell you, God has never left me yet. He's never left my side. He's held my hand. When the going got tough, he stayed right there. Says, said, I've never seen God. Not everything I have seen. I've never seen the Lord abandon his own people. Isaiah 41 and 10 says this, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with my right hand of righteousness. What are you saying, God? He's saying, I ain't going nowhere. I'm, I'm staying right here. And when others leave you, you can look and find me right. I wonder if there are just two or three witnesses in this place who don't mind testifying that there's some folk who left you, but the Lord stayed by your side. I mean, friends and family may have left you, but the Lord stayed by your side. Folk who made vows said they would never leave you, but the Lord stayed by your side because he never abandons his people well not only does he never abandon his own people but David says I've never seen in all of my years I've never seen a time when he lacks in his own provisions I've never seen him abandon his own people and I've never seen him lack in his own provisions. Listen to him. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his seed. Begging bread. David, David said. I've never seen a time. When God. Has not supplied. For the needs of his people. He said. I've never seen God. Run out of mercy. I've never seen God. Give out of grace. I've never seen the Lord run short on his supply. Do I have a witness here? Why? Because the Bible says that the earth is the Lord's 
and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein i've never seen him slack on what he needs to provide because the bible says that the cattle of a thousand hills belong to him all the silver and all the gold is his which means simply that god does not run out of his own provisions even when it looks like there's nothing left god is not limited by or suffering from a lack of resources paul declared my god shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory in other words whatever i need i've got a god who's more than enough and if he needs to he can call the raven bird to come and feed me breakfast and dinner do i have a witness here if he needs to he can turn water into wine if he needs to do i have a witness here he he can take a two-piece fish dinner and feed 5,000 if he needs to. I wish I had a witness in this house. If he needs to, he, he, he can cause a jar of oil and a barrel of meal to never run out of what's inside. If he needs to. Why? Because he never runs out of his resources. David said, I've been young, now I'm old. I never seen him abandon his people, and I've never seen him lack of his own provisions. Does anybody know God is able? Whatever I need, God is able. I don't have to worry and wonder about it. God is able. Well, let me close here. Not only have I never seen him not abandon his people. He said, I've never seen him lack of his resources. But thirdly, I've never seen him falter at his own promises. I, I'm, I'm through, y'all. I've, I've never. He said, I've been young and now I'm old. And in all that time, I've never seen God say one thing and do another. He said, I've been young, now I'm old. And I've never heard God promise me one thing and do something else. Why? Because God never falters at his promise. Let me, let me, let me, let me break this down. Give me, give me two minutes. Explain something to you about how God makes covenant. When God makes covenant, he makes a covenant with himself and with man. Throughout the Old Testament, he operates in covenant agreements. When he was ready to repopulate the world, he made a covenant with Noah. When he got ready to make Israel his chosen people, he made a covenant with Moses. When he got ready to make Abraham a great nation, 
he made a covenant with Abraham. But the interesting thing about that covenant, covenant between God and Abraham, is that while it involves two parties, the integrity of the covenant was maintained by God himself. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me explain it. You got a minute? Let me explain it. Let me explain it to you. You remember, you remember when God told Abraham he was going to make him a great nation? And out of him, he would bless those who came from him. And they would be blessed. Well, in order to seal that covenant into the very spirit of Abraham, God came to him and talked with him. This is in Genesis chapter 15. Read it when you get home. And he says, and, and Abraham says to him, Lord, how can I be sure? Of what you're saying to me. In other words, I hear your promise, but how can I stand on that promise? God says to him, Go get some animals and split those animals in two. Put one side of the animal over here and another side of the animal over here. Abraham went, did what the Lord said, got a lamb. Got a calf, got a turtle dove, cut those animals in half and laid the carcass on one side and on the other. And after he finished all of that, Abraham took a nap, dozed off, went to sleep. It's in the text, you read it when you get home. And while he was sleeping, there came a vision. He saw a furnace and he saw a candle marching through those pieces of the dead animals now some of you are saying Reverend what in the world and how can I apply that to my life well to understand the beauty of that vision you got to understand something about how treaties were entered into in Abraham's day. You see, in Abraham's day, when there was a powerful nation, and when there was a weaker nation, the weaker nation would enter into an agreement with the stronger nation. And they would say, if you will protect us from everybody else, we will support you in everything you need to do. That's what the weaker nations said. They said, we want you to be, yeah, our protector. And they were called, for you uh, history scholars, they were called vassal countries, vassal nations. They said, we're going to enter into covenant with you and to seal the covenant, we're going to march down in the middle of these pieces of animals. Do I have a witness here? In other words, it was just, yeah, a ceremony of a treaty. And the meaning was, is that if any one of us breaks that treaty, that they were saying, may this be done to either one of us as it has been done to these animals. If either one of us breaks this agreement, do I have a witness here? You missed your shout, I've already given it to you. The 
the, the, the beauty of the, the vision was is that though there were two parties that were supposed to march through the middle of those animals, in Abraham's vision, there was just one party marching through the middle of those animals. Abraham wasn't there. It was just God himself. Do I have a witness here? It was just God who marched through the middle. And what God was saying is, this is a promise that concerns you. But the promise does not depend on you. The promise is on my shoulders. Is there anybody here who can testify today that you're glad this morning that you serve a God whose promises are not depending on you, but his promises are depending on him? Say yes. Yes. Say yes. Good God Almighty. I feel real good now because I know that I don't have the things that I have because I've always been good. I don't have the things that I have because I've always been right. My health is not good health because I've always done the right thing. But I got a God. I say I got a God. I got a God just stood on his own promise and said I'm gonna do what I promised Buckley I'm gonna do and it don't matter when Buckley mess up because I made a promise with myself I feel real good y'all because there's somebody here who doesn't mind testifying that God has I said God has God has God, God has just, God has just been good to you. And watch this. And he's been good to you when it didn't have anything to do with you. He's been good to you in spite of you. Don't you sit up here and act like God owed you that. You good, but you ain't that good. He's just been good by himself. You're good, but you aren't that good. Somebody gonna get that in a minute. Yeah, God says, my promise is built on my own shoulders. And there's some things that are not based on conditions that he makes with you but just promises that he made to himself. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm glad that my blessings are not always based on my behavior. 
Now you, you can sit up there and act like you want the Lord to bless you based on your behavior, but I'm glad that my blessings are not based on how good I've been. Don't you sit up there and act like you've been that good. Can anybody just witness God has smiled on me? My God, the doors of the church are open. He has set me free. Hallelujah. The doors of the church are open. You can come by letter by Christian experience as a candidate for baptism. If you're here this morning, you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you come. If you're here and you don't have a church home, you'd like to be a part of this fellowship a part of this congregation you need a pastor to call your own you come come on if you know he's been good come on and sing it with God has God has smiled on me I know that he has set me free Say it again, God, God, God. Say it like you mean it's mine. Say you said me. I believe they used to say amazing, amazing. How sweet the sound that saved like oh, I once was lost. Thank God I'm found. and sing it like you mean God's been good to you come on God has said he smiled he has said Say he, he's anybody know, anybody know better than me that I've been to myself. Didn't deserve it, but glad that he did. He's been good. Anybody know he's been not ashamed to tell you he. I'm not ashamed to witness for it. I, I, I know. One more time. 
Hallelujah. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Amen. We have coming to us by Christian experience, Sister Eunice Harris. Sister Eunice, won't you stand? God bless you. Also, Brother, Brother Wilson and Brother Clay Clark. Brother Clark, amen. You're both coming on the Christian experience as well. Won't you stand? God bless you. Coming on the Christian experience means that you all have already accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Is that correct? Is that correct? You've already accepted Jesus as your Savior. You've all been baptized. Is that correct? You've been baptized. You've been baptized. If this church accepts you as a member, you're going to be a faithful member. Be a faithful member. Faithful member. God bless you. Let me give you a hand, a welcoming handshake right now. God bless you. What I want you all to do is to go with Sister Butler there in that teal green, I believe it is, dress. Amen. She's going to get you registered in new members orientation. Okay. Brother, brother, which one? Brother Wilson wants prayer. Brother Wilson, God bless you. We'll, be, we'll lift, you, lift you up as you go. God bless you. All right. All right. God bless you. What else do we have? Statements. Statement. God bless you. All three statements. We'll start on the end then. All right. God bless you. Good morning. I just came asking for your prayer. A couple years ago, I went back to school because I had decided that I was going to change professions. Um, after doing the same thing for a lot of years, being blessed. And um, just a couple weeks ago, I had an opportunity to stay where I am, but I have a new opportunity to lead the city in a very different direction. So I'm asking. I know I'm smart enough, and the pastor just said, um, Although I've been preparing myself educationally, I can't do this by myself. I gotta have your prayers and I gotta have God's leadership and I'm just asking you to pray for me and that agencies that we do what we're supposed to do to lead the city. Amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. God bless you. God bless you, Brother Robert. Good morning, good morning. Um, just wanna say once again thank you for your message. Uh, God doesn't forsake us, He doesn't leave us. Um, I ain't always been good. I ain't saying I've been bad, but but I I haven't been as good as as I have been. So nothing that uh, nothing that God does for me is is because of what I'm doing. Um, but I'm but I'm trying to do you know what's what's to be done. Um, I've been on my current job when I came up here. Uh, my pops asked me. He said, uh, "Everything all right?" I said, "It's been great. <laughs> Everything has been great." Um, I've been on my job um, less than eight months, and um, about a month ago, I went to my direct boss, and I said, um, I need a raise. And people will say, you, you ain't even, this is a new job, you ain't been here, but however long you go ask for a raise, I said, yeah. I said, uh, I need a raise. Um, the work that I'm doing and what y'all need me to do, I'm doing it, and I'm very capable, and I need a raise. And she said, well, um, I'll have to, I have to run it up. I said, I had to send it, you know, I got to talk to my boss, and he got to talk to his boss, and this had to go all the way up. I said, run it up, because I've already run it up. I've already run it up. And I want, I want y'all to know that, like I said, this was about a month ago, and this week, her boss came to me, and he said, we appreciate what you've been doing. We, we did kind of low by you a little bit, getting you in the door. We will approve that raise for you. Like I said, it, it's, not, it's nothing that, that I haven't, done, nothing that I've done, because there's a lot of people that get overlooked for all types of things. Good people, like you said, keep the faith, run it up, and, and, give, and, give, it to, and give it to God. Um, so I thank, I thank God for the way that he's blessing me on the job. I thank God for the way that he's blessing me in my life, my home life. Beautiful wife, a beautiful home, a wife. I can, we sat and, and crunched the budget last night because God has been good. 
And when we crunched that budget, I said, babe, make sure you put my tithes in there too. Said, make sure you put my tithes in there too. So to tell, tell the people in the back room to be looking for my envelope. But I, I, just, I just want to say God's been good to me and he'll be good to you as well. Tell your neighbor, run it up, run it up, run it up, run it up, somebody. Bless his name, run it up, run it up. You got to work. No, just prayer. Amen, amen. All right, let us, let us pray, let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you this morning. You're a God who we can go to and come to in time of prayer. Lord, we thank you that you prove yourself faithful with your provisions, material, but also physical. You're the God who hears our prayers and who heals our diseases. So God, right now we lift up loved ones. We intercede on behalf of loved ones, oh God. Lord, you know where they are, you know what they need, and oh God, by your spirit, we pray, oh God, that your healing hands that your loving hands, that your all-powerful hands will be on them wherever they go. Oh God, we thank you that you're the able God and you've never lost a case. And so God, right now, by your spirit, do it now. By your spirit, fix it now. By your spirit, mend it and restore it now in Jesus' name. And we give you the glory and all the praise. For it is in your son's name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. 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 Yeah. 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 Somebody going to preach that. Run it up. Run it up. Run it up. I hear it. I hear it already. Yeah. Stanley, if you don't preach it first, I am. Amen. Amen. Run it up. Start working on that one right now. Won't you stand? Won't you stand? And now may the love of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. The name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.